0: This past weekend's NFL action is filled with dramatic victories in overtime, a war of words between two rival teams, teams securing spots in the playoffs, while underdog teams fight to make their way into playoffs. These were all amongst the themes from Week 15 to 2022 NFL season. Let's talk about it, but first. Let us begin. Hello everyone, welcome to Bruce Still. I'm here Brandon, and for this edition of Bruce Still, I'll be recapping NFL Week 15 of the 2022 NFL season, as you are now approaching the winter season, and also the end of the regular season with playoff season on the horizon. This weekend's NFL action was full of a lot of drama, and also a lot of overtime games, where several games went to overtime with a lot of dramatic outcomes, and also wild finish with the Raiders and the Patriots, with also war words between the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah while the battle between the Buffalo Bills and Kansas City for dominance in the AFC Conference continues to be waged. But also, Cincinnati might also overtake them in the playoffs. What a weekend it was in this weekend's NFL action, and I can't wait to see what happens in Week 16 with the regular NFL season now in its final days. But first, so what beer am I pairing for this weekend's NFL action? What was the official beer of Week 15 of the 2022 NFL season for the Brewstilled podcast? Well, that beer is called Fireside Chat Winter Ale from 21st Amendment Brewing in San Francisco. Fireside Chat Winter Ale is a warming winter ale. This winter ale begins with a rich, deep, and toffee-colored warmer winter ale, enhanced selected spices and cocoa nibs, making this beer worth having on a cold winter's day, and also during an NFL football game in the month of December. This beer also has a very nice toffee-style color, so no matter how you celebrate or where you are, grab a spot by the fire with a friend and share this season with the winter ale from 21st Amendment Brewing. the in this beer are Pale, Munich, Wheat, Crystal, debittered Black, Chocolate Malt, and Abbey, along with Spices and Cocoa. The hops in this beer are Columbus and U.S. Goldings, which come together to form a perfect Christmas ale. It's a perfect beer for Christmas and for a football game in December, and it comes in a 16-ounce can with an ABV of 7.9%. And that beer is called Fireside Chat Winter Ale from 21st Amendment Brewing in San Francisco. If you see it, definitely do check it out. So, here we go with my recap of Week 15 of the 2022 NFL season. Starting with the first game of the list, and that game is the San Francisco 49ers versus the Seattle Seahawks. The 49ers secured the NFC West and their Thursday night victory against the Seahawks by a score of 21 to 13. The 49ers now move to 10 and 4 as they're not only victorious in NFC West but they also secured a playoff spot in the playoffs. 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy continues to get acclaim as he threw for 217 yards in this game with two touchdowns. The Seahawks are now 7-7 as their playoff hopes are now in jeopardy, placing them in the bubble with only 5 NFC playoff spots remaining. What definitely stood out in this game was Brock Purdy for the 49ers. I definitely do believe Brock Purdy could be the future of the quarterback position for the 49ers, which in the offseason could lead to some interesting dilemmas and in how to handle Trey Lance and even Jimmy Garoppolo. In the past two seasons, the 49ers have indeed gotten some lucky breaks in the quarterback position. So, with Brock Purdy as their guy right now, will the 49ers stick with Brock Purdy after the season. I think it depends how things go in the playoffs, and I do believe the 49ers are going to make a deep playoff run, but can Brock Purdy take the 49ers to the Super Bowl by even winning the Super Bowl? My second game on the list is the Colts and the Vikings. In the first of three games played on Saturday, the Colts blew a 33-point lead at halftime against the Minnesota Vikings. After halftime, the Vikings staged a comeback in the second half, in where they tied the game by a score of 36-36, in where the game went into over The Vikings ended up winning this game in overtime by a field goal. It was now seen as the largest comeback in NFL history, giving the Vikings not only win, but the NFC North and a spot in the playoffs for the NFC Conference. They are now the third NFC team this season to secure a team in the playoffs. Even though the Colts are not in playoff contention, this loss may deal a blow to Jeff Saturday and his coaching aspirations to become the next head coach at Indianapolis Colts. The Vikings are now 11-3, keeping them right behind the Eagles in the NFC Conference, while the Colts are now... 4-9 Four and nine with one tie. Now that this game is over with. Can the Vikings, seeing how they're now in the playoffs, can they overtake the Eagles in the NFC conference? That there is not likely to happen. But can they maintain their number two spot in the NFC conference? I'll touch more on that later in the episode because the Vikings—they're a good team, but are they built to go all the way? I don't think so. This now brings me to the third game on the list, and this game was an instant classic. That game was the Miami Dolphins versus the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Buffalo Bills became the first team in the AFC Conference to secure a playoff spot while also increasing their chances to win their own division the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills won this game by a field goal in overtime to secure the win by a score of 32-29. The game was a classic AFC East matchup where both teams played extremely well as this game could have gone in either direction. Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen was the Bills MVP in this game as he scored four touchdowns. This game was paused briefly as Buffalo Bills fans threw ice balls on the field to which was stopped after game officials said, if it continued, it was going to result in a penalty against the Buffalo Bills for unsportsmanlike conduct. Now, that is something I never saw in a game before in the NFL, with fans possibly getting their own team penalized, but it happened in this game. The Buffalo Bills are now 11-3, while the might be Dolphins are now 8-6. and But not all is lost for the Dolphins, as they still have a chance to win the AFC East, but I do believe this division is the Buffalo Bills' division to lose. This now brings me to game number 4, with that game being the Chiefs, and the Houston Texans. The Chiefs won to AFC West as a result of their win over the Houston Texans in their Sunday matchup. Like other big games this weekend, this game went into overtime. It was the Chiefs won by a score of 30-24. and was Chiefs running back, Jarek McKinnon, ran into touchdown in overtime. And it was that run that secured victory for the Kansas City Chiefs in this high-stakes matchup. This game, like the Buffalo-Miami game, was highly competitive for the most part, and this game could have easily gone in either direction. Yet the Chiefs came out on top after a hard-fought battle against the Texans to rise to one 11-3 record as the renowned winners in the AFC West. This one does keep the Chiefs in contention with the Buffalo Bills in terms of who will win the AFC Conference. But there's a third team that could also be vying for that title, and that team is the Cincinnati Bengals, who could overtake both Buffalo and the Chiefs. But for now, though, the AFC Conference is being led by Kansas City and Buffalo in a two-way tie. We now go to game number five, with that game being the Eagles, and the Bears. The Eagles and the Bears faced off an NFC matchup that resulted in a close win for the Eagles who won this game by a score of 25-20. It was an ugly one for the Eagles. It were Eagles quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Threw two interceptions in his game, but he also had three rushing touchdowns to make up for it. Chicago quarterback Justin Fields threw for 152 yards and two touchdowns. The Eagles are now 13 and one in a commanding lead at NFC conference that I believe remained that way while the Bears are now three and 11. The Eagles' next game will be against their archrival the Dallas Cowboys on Christmas Eve, which will be an epic matchup as both teams have been engaged in war awards as of late. But for now, the Eagles won this game and they're now a commanding lead of the NFC. Conference. Game number six is the Detroit Lions against the New York Jets. The Detroit Lions and the New York Jets face off in a very big game that featured two teams, each with a head coach, with the same fight-to-the-end mentality, and that game was that kind of game. The game was hard-fought, and it came down to the wire as Lions quarterback Jared Goff threw for a late fourth-quarter touchdown to help the Lions secure the victory over the New York Jets by a score of 20-17. After this win, both the Lions and the Jets are now 7-7 seven seven each as both teams fight for playoff contention. The Lions have more of a chance to make the playoffs in the NFC conference, while the Jets may have a tougher climb in the AFC conference. The journey though isn't over for the Lions as they do have remaining games against the Packers and the Lions. As for the Jets, Zach Wilson was their quarterback in this game after being benched previously as he was brought back in this game due to Mike White being out for injury. Will Zach Wilson find a way to redeem himself this season? More on that later. This now brings me to 7th game in list my least favorite game and that game was the Dallas Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Cause this is one game the Cowboys should have won, but they lost. The Cowboys face off against the Jaguars in another game that went into overtime. The Jaguars won this game by a score of 40-34. The Cowboys are now 10 and 4 and I think it's now safe to say they're not going to win the NFC East, let alone have a chance again the number one seed in the NFC playoffs when the playoff season begins. The Cowboys should have won this this game, but they screwed up big time. Dak Prescott threw interceptions in his game, which has now become a very bad habit to him to do this season. It's either penalties or interceptions causing the Dallas Cowboys key victories in this season. They're now 10-4, and 4, which isn't bad. They're going to make the playoffs. The Cowboys should have won this game. Maybe not a dominating victory, most likely in a close win which went in favor of the Jacksonville Jaguars, which should have gone for the Cowboys. But the Cowboys screwed up big time in this game, making this game another disaster for the Cowboys in the month of December. Right now the big question is, can the Cowboys bounce back on Christmas Eve when they Face off against their arch rival, the Philadelphia Eagles, which will be probably their biggest game of the regular season, given the rivalry and also the war of words between Micah Parsons and the Eagles. In this high stakes rivalry game, we shall see on Christmas Eve. And also, there is talk that Odell Beckham Jr. is going to sign with the Cowboys. Will that make a difference, and will he play against the Eagles if the Cowboys sign him before then? These are questions that have yet to be answered. However, there's one thing we do know so far, and that is the Cowboys are not doing too well in the month of December so far. They had a close, sloppy win against the Texans and an ugly loss against the Jaguars. We shall see how things go on Christmas Eve against the Eagles, which could very well decide the rest of their season. This now brings me to game number eight, and that is the Arizona Cardinals versus the Denver Broncos. In the Cardinals-Broncos game, in where we saw two teams facing their own issues at quarterback and head coaching, the Broncos secured a win by a score of 24-15. The Broncos, though, won this game without Russell. Wilson as backup quarterback Brett Ripon filled in as a Broncos quarterback in where he threw for 197 yards and one touchdown and one interception. The Cardinals quarterback Colt McCoy left the game early due to an injury as quarterback continues to be an issue that plagues the Arizona Cardinals. Both teams are now 4-10 and after this game with questions on how to handle the offseason. Game number 9 is the Patriots and the Raiders. In the game that has the best overall ending, the Raiders defeated the New England Patriots by a score of 30-24. This game came down to the last minute, in where the Patriots attempted a final drive with several laterals, where the ball ended up in the hands of the Raiders, who then ran the ball downfield into the end zone to secure a touchdown that gave the Raiders the win, bringing their record to 6-8. While the Patriots are now 7-7, and just like the New York Jets, the Patriots are now facing dismal playoff prospects. As regular season winds down, Can the Patriots find a way into the playoffs? I'll talk more on that later in the questions segment. Game number 10 is Tampa Bay and Cincinnati. The Bengals displayed why they're indeed the main threat to the Chiefs and the Bills in the AFC as they defeated Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a game that got away from Tampa. The final score was 34-23 as Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow threw for four touchdowns and one interception, while Tom Brady threw for three touchdowns with one interception. The Bengals are now 10-4, placing them right behind the Chiefs and the Bills for dominance in the AFC Conference. Tampa is now 6-8, and, and despite the loss, they're now in contention for the wildcard spot in the playoffs. Not a good day for Tom Brady, as questions about his future in the NFL, and with Tampa continue to grow. And that there concludes my recap of NFL Week 15 of the 2022 NFL season. Let's go and talk about the questions and observations from Week 15. Okay, so let's go into the questions segment, from questions and observations from Week 15 of the 2022 NFL season, Started with number 1. And that question is, will there be a trade market for Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance after the season if the 49ers choose to stay with Brock Purdy as their starter? Well, here's one thing I'm thinking about. If Brock Purdy is indeed a starter for the 49ers after the season, even though right now it might be too close to call, Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance, I think one of those two guys has to lead the 49ers. It's most likely will be Jimmy Garoppolo, but will they keep Trey Lance around despite drafting him with their first pick back in the 2021 NFL draft? That there's a question in the storyline I do see coming for the 49ers. 49ers, if they do choose to stay with Brock Purdy as their starting quarterback because right now he does indeed show a lot of promise. If that happens, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance are going to stick around. Maybe one of them most likely will leave, most likely Jimmy Garoppolo, but what about Trey Lance? What happens to him? So, this leads me to my question and that is, will there be a trade market for both of these guys in the offseason? I say yes, and I definitely do think the trade market for quarterbacks and even the free agency market for quarterbacks in the offseason might be more competitive than we may think right now, which could definitely lead to an interesting storyline in the offseason, with quarterbacks being available for teams in need of a quarterback. I do believe that either Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo will definitely change the calculus of that market, and also lead some fascinating storylines in terms of what teams they might join. Assuming they are available, If the 49ers choose to stay with Brock Purdy. I definitely think right now this is a storyline in the making, and that is the quarterback market in the NFL offseason, which I definitely do believe could be impacted by the potential viability of Trey Lance and even Jimmy Garoppolo. We all know they're both out for injury because of the season with injuries they suffered in this season. But once they fully recover, maybe they could be a value for a future NFL team in the off season. Let's see, too, for that, because, in my view, it's a selfie right now a possibility. But right now, it all depends on how Brock Purdy does in the playoffs and if the 49ers choose to keep him around as their starter. Question number two is, can the Vikings maintain their number two seed into the playoffs? I say yes. The Dallas Cowboys lost on Sunday, which I'll get to later. Because of that loss and the Vikings win on Saturday, the Vikings definitely, in my view, stand a chance to maintain that number two spot in the playoffs. They'll get the number two seed in the playoffs, but how far will they go? I think that team, in my view, the Vikings, are going to be one and done. They'll play one game in the playoffs, and lose that game and their season will be over. So yes, they are number two seed right now, but really, what did they have to back it up? Not that much. And once they get to the playoffs, once the competition starts to heat up, I think that'll be the end of the road for the Vikings in the season, despite them being the number two seed in the playoffs. Yes, they had a number two seed, they definitely have a good record and won some good games, including against the Buffalo Bills, but when it comes to the postseason in the playoffs, the landscape changes, the games get more competitive, the competition gets tougher, and in my view, that there will be a roadblock the Vikings finally hit that will definitely end their season. But who knows? Maybe there's more to the Vikings than meets the eye. Maybe they're indeed a legitimate dark horse. So let's not rule out them being a dark horse and probably being a surprise team in this year's NFL season because last year we had the Bengals who are a definitely surprise team from the AFC. Maybe the NFC has one and that team could be the Vikings. Even though I don't see it likely, let's not rule it out. Question number three is, will the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills, despite their AFC dominance, lose once again to the Bengals in the postseason right in the playoffs. I think that definitely could happen again with the Bengals overtaking the Chiefs and the Bills in the playoffs. I definitely do think the Bengals, just like the Vikings, could be another dark horse in this year's NFL season. And who knows, maybe we could see the Bengals and the Vikings in the playoffs. Let's not rule out that possibility. It could indeed happen. Now, the Buffalo Bills and the Chiefs, they're vying for dominance in the AFC Conference. One of those two teams will get the number one seed in the AFC Conference for the playoffs. I think it's probably going to be Buffalo right now. But once those two teams make it into the playoffs, which they will, they might have to face off against the Bengals. And don't be surprised if the Bengals overtake both the Bills and the Chiefs in the postseason during the playoffs. I definitely do think that's a strong possibility. Many do have either Buffalo or Kansas City going to the Super Bowl to represent the AFC Conference but don't be surprised if the Bengals sneak in by overtaking both teams in the playoffs and representing the AFC Conference just like they did last year in the Super Bowl. It's definitely something that could indeed happen. This now brings me to my next question, and that is, can the Detroit Lions continue their playoff run and make the playoffs in the wild card? I think so. The Lions right now are on a roll. They're playing good football, fighting to the very end, and they're definitely winning the games that are indeed key to them making the playoffs. So right now, I do believe the Lions are indeed going to make the playoffs, playoffs, they got to play one more game against the Green Bay Packers, which will be the toughest game on their schedule in the final days for the 2022 regular NFL season. There's also one other thing I can see happening as well, and that is Dan Campbell, the head coach of Detroit Lions, winning NFL coach of the year. If the Detroit Lions do make the playoffs, I do see Dan Campbell as a favorite to win NFL coach of the year, which right now is indeed a strong possibility, just like the Detroit Lions making the playoffs in the wild card round. So right now the question, can the Lions make the playoffs? Right now, I say yes. This now brings me to the other question, and that is, can Jets quarterback Zach Wilson redeem himself this season? I definitely do not foresee that happening, because there's just not enough time left in the season, and Zach Wilson definitely doesn't have the support of the Jets locker room at this moment. So I don't think he'll redeem himself this season, but maybe, next season, he might have the opportunity to do that, assuming he gets the opportunity to do so. But right now, I don't think he's gonna be playing for the Jets as their starting quarterback even for next season. I think this season for him was just too much of a disaster and the way he acted also doesn't go in his favor as well. I think the Jets will look for a way to move on from Zach Wilson. So the question is, where does Zach Wilson play next season? Will he be on the bench with the Jets or will he get a chance to redeem himself with a different team next season? That there's a storyline we can see unfold in the offseason. My next question revolves around the upcoming Dallas Cowboys and Eagles matchup on Christmas Eve. My first question for this game is, will the Eagles capitalize on the Cowboys' loss against Jacksonville? That there is a strong possibility, given recent war words, between both teams. This game between the Eagles and the Cowboys, will no doubt be a tense game, I definitely think it will be heated. Now, there has been talk that the Eagles do not need this win, given how head they are in an NFC race, to get a number one seed. But I definitely do believe the Eagles will be out full force in this game, as will the Cowboys. Cowboys, but I definitely have to say that unfortunately the Eagles will have an edge in this game against the Cowboys, because the Cowboys had that loss against Jacksonville, and the Eagles seem more motivated right now, so we shall see which team comes out on top in this game. I hope it's the Cowboys, but the Eagles right now definitely do have an edge for this game, along with going forward for the rest of the season. I just don't see the Eagles losing any more games for the rest of the season, and I definitely do see them going all the way to the NFC Championship game, which will most likely be a home game for them in Lincoln Field in Philadelphia. But going back to the Cowboys, given their loss against the Jaguars and the Eagles having the edge on Christmas Eve, will the Cowboys lose the rest of their games this season despite making the playoffs? And also, does it mean anything if the Cowboys even win any more games this season? I think the Cowboys, even if they win against the Eagles and the rest of the games this season, I just don't see them getting out of the wild card round in the playoffs. I think no matter what happens, the Cowboys and Tampa Bay are bound to face off against one another in the playoffs. And a wild card round. The Cowboys are not going to win the division. The Eagles already have that. So, should the Cowboys really focus on winning the rest of their games? Because, no matter what, even if they win, it's not going to change the outcome of where they land in the playoffs. They're already there, and most likely they will face Tampa, which will be a classic game in Tampa. That the Cowboys definitely should win because the Cowboys have never beaten Tom Brady in their games against them throughout Tom Brady's NFL career. So, maybe the Cowboys, even if they lose against the Eagles on Christmas Eve, which I definitely think is going to happen unfortunately maybe just maybe the Cowboys could find a silver lining in this entire situation which could come in their game against Tampa if they beat Tampa maybe the Cowboys could defy expectations in the playoffs and maybe find a way to make it to the Super Bowl which ran out even though the odds are against them they could maybe find a way to make that happen but to be realistic on this the Cowboys will be in the wild card playoffs and their best case scenario right now would be a victory over Tampa Bay and that's probably as far as you're ever going to get into playoffs but we shall see what comes for the Cowboys this coming Christmas Eve against the Eagles, which will be a big game. That's what we do know. For anything beyond that, that there is up to the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. For the next topic and possible question, that is, will the Patriots miss the playoffs? And if they do, what does that mean for Bill Belichick going forward? This past loss at the hands of the Raiders this past Sunday definitely does increase the chances of the Patriots not making the playoffs for the 2022 season. And right now, I definitely do think that is going to be the case. I thought the Raiders did a really good job in this game and where the Patriots lost this game in the worst way possible. Probably did he lose in a really bad way, but he probably even lost their playoff aspirations and hopes for the season. If they don't make the playoffs, what does that mean for Bill Belichick after the season? I definitely don't think he's going to retire, but how long will Bill Belichick stay in the league and coach the Patriots? That there's a mystery that has yet to be solved. I don't know Bill Belichick will catch up to Don Shula and overtake him as the winningest coach of all time in the NFL. I don't foresee that happening because I think that father time will catch up Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick will retire before reaching that goal. Wins are everything right now for Bill Belichick to achieve that goal, and those wins also help New England to make the playoffs, and probably even the Super Bowl. But right now this loss against the Raiders might end up being an omen for the Patriots that they will not make the playoffs, and if they don't, the offseason for them could be indeed be very interesting in terms of Bill Belichick's future. Right now all of it's up in the air right now, but this offseason for New England will be indeed a fascinating story to watch because I don't see them making the playoffs, and once it gets confirmed they'll not be in the playoffs, playoffs, unless something miraculous happens that gets them in, they'll be looking at a very fascinating storyline in the offseason that will revolve around Bill Belichick's future with New England. The next topic is Tom Brady's future in the NFL. After their loss to the Bengals this past Sunday, there continue to be questions about Tom Brady's future in the NFL and also at Tampa Bay. He'll be a free agent after this season. Should he choose to leave Tampa Bay, just where will Tom Brady go as his next team? There are teams like the 49ers, the Panthers, and even the Saints lining up as possible teams to be Tom Brady's next team. But will Tom Brady join those teams? And if so, what kind of impact can he have for just one final season? And also, do these teams even want Tom Brady because will Tom Brady face a very competitive free agency market in terms of quarterback in the offseason should he decide to move on from Tampa Bay? All of that right now isn't unknown in terms of what the quarterback market will look like after the season is over with and if it'll indeed pose a challenge for Tom Brady as teams start to prefer younger quarterbacks. But here's what I think. If Tom Brady does indeed not return to Tampa because I definitely do believe he'll play one more season in the NFL should he choose to try free agency there will be a team willing to take him on. What team that will be, I definitely do not know. Or maybe he'll choose to stay with Tampa Bay for his final season next year, which I definitely do believe, should he return next season, it definitely will be his last. But what if he has to contend with guys like Jimmy Garoppolo, for example, when it comes to the free agency market in the offseason? Tom Brady might have some competition, but can that competition increase? That's another unknown as well. But one thing I do believe is that Tom Brady will be playing next season, and if he doesn't play in Tampa next season, the There will be a team willing to take him on, and his head coach could be Sean Payton. For now, we just had to wait and see what's in store for Tom Brady in the offseason. This now brings me to my last question on the list, and that is, can the Green Bay Packers find a way to make the playoffs? For the Monday night game, the Green Bay Packers defeated the Los Angeles Rams by a score of 24-12. The Packers are now 6-8. They do have a chance to make the playoffs, but they had to win the remaining games by playing against the Miami Dolphins, the Vikings, and the Lions. They had to win all three of those games, and certain things in the league have to happen for the Packers to make the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers does sound confident this indeed could happen, but will it happen? I think no. They may come close, but I think they'll fall short and lose out of the playoffs this season to the Detroit Lions. But right now, the question is, given the Packers' victory on Monday night over the Rams, can the Packers find a way to get into the playoffs? It's possible, but I think in the end they'll fall short. Which will then open a new storyline for the Packers in the offseason, and that is the future of Aaron Rodgers with the Green Bay Packers and also in the NFL, but that is a story for another day. So, what a week it was in the NFL for week 15 of the regular season, as you're now going towards the playoffs. There is still time for teams to make the playoffs, but slots are filling up fast. This past week's NFL action really did show a lot of drama, and also some latest news I just got. Jalen Hurts, the quarterback for the Eagles, now has a shoulder injury, and he may not play against the Cowboys on Christmas Eve. That there could decide the outcome of this game, but also, when will Jalen Hurts return they're saying the injury is not that serious, but he might not play against the Cowboys. But also, the shoulder injury he's having right now could maybe have an impact on the Eagles for the rest of the season. There is also the overtime wins we saw this past weekend, which really did stand out as well, especially the Raiders and Patriots game. There is also a potential looming rematch with Tampa Bay and the Cowboys in the playoffs, while San Francisco could be the main threat for the Eagles in the NFC. These were all amongst the themes we saw in Week 15 to 2022 NFL season, with the story continuing in week 16. For now, though, that concludes my questions segment for week 14 of the 2022 NFL season. We shall see what week 15 brings, which will be no doubt a lot of action as we go into the final days of the regular season. But for now, though, that shall do for me in this edition of Bruce Stilled. Please do tell your friends and family about this podcast, and please rate this podcast and your desired podcast directory, as feedback is always appreciated. Please do stay tuned for future guest interviews, NFL coverage, and pop culture content here in Bruce Stilled, along with beers and spirited beverages that go with them also do check out this podcast on instagram at brewstilled podcast on instagram in the meantime do enjoy some good craft beer bourbon whiskey on this holiday season I'm your host Brandon thank you for joining me I'll see you all next time and until then be brewed and be distilled folks cheers